in most situations where there's animosity directed at bicyclists here in LA, it's because we're a marginalized population and there isn't any space made for us. And so we have to put ourselves in danger by riding on sidewalks, by you know, struggling to hold our bikes on metro trains and these things that end up putting ourselves and other people in danger. And they're really investing in the cultural change that it takes for LA to go from a car place, a car tropolis to a much smarter city. I'm here with Rio. Oshis. Today, this is the best metro orientation, and um, I am with People for Mobility Justice, and we're one of the partners in this best metro contract, which means bicycle safety education training. Other partners are Active SGV, LACBC, and Cycle, and we're here training instructors so that all over the county, we can teach bicycle safety to people who maybe haven't ridden a bike in 20, 30 years, but know how to ride a bike a little bit. How long will these classes be available to people? At least till April 2020. But who knows, there may be an extension. So it's available all through LA County? Correct, all through LA County. How often do you teach this many people to deliver the program? It's been sporadic. There's not a planned rhythm for this one. So where do people go to sign up for the Metro Best program? You can find it on Metro's website. I think it's called Go Bikes. And there is, you can sometimes find it on Eventbrite or Facebook. But if you follow Metro, you'll see all the classes there. This is for people who maybe want to be safer. They, they're not really comfortable on the road. They know how to ride, but... It's for folks who maybe, who know how to get on a bike, but maybe haven't been biking on the streets too much. And Metro wants to do this because they want to get people doing that first mile, last mile? Correct, yeah. They want to get more people on the bikes using active transportation and maybe mixing it with buses and trains. Thank you, Rio. You're welcome. Here's Jose. Jose is an instructor for Bike SGV. Well, now we are Active SGV. Uh, I am the education director for Active San Gabriel Valley. Uh, so I do the planning and lead instructing of most of the classes that we actually teach. And what are those classes? So those classes are going to be a mixture depending on the program. So we are currently teaching best classes through Metro, mm -hmm. Metro sponsored. Uh, we also have our traffic diversion classes uh, that we also teach where our three hour classes. Uh, we have our learn to buy classes that we're currently offered, uh, which is sponsored through Kaiser. So we definitely have a wide variety of different classes that we offer through our organization, depending on the time and the day, uh, but most of them are listed on our website. So Kaiser too, so there's a lot of people who are trying to get our citizens on bikes. Uh, I think it has to do with getting our citizens on bikes, but also getting them healthier, uh, getting more active. I think it's a, a big uh, push as well. And making the streets safer as well. You know, getting people on the streets, but also pushing towards making the streets safer for everybody, not just people driving cars. And these are free classes? Uh, the classes that we offer are completely free. Uh, so yes, uh, most of the sponsored classes through Metro, through Kla Kaiser, and the other uh, programming and other organizations, uh, I would say most, if not all of them, will be free classes. Get it while it lasts. Yeah, get it while it lasts. Uh, hopefully, we'll continue to have programming like this in the future. But you never know, depending on the funder and their criteria. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, funding can end, but hopefully it continues. Bike SGV teaches Metro Best, but you haven't been teaching Metro Best because you weren't certified until right this minute. Yes, Active San Gabriel Valley, we are one of the partners that teach uh, through Metro for the best programming. Um, so I have not been teaching the actual best classes um, until now that we're going to start planning all the different classes that we have. Uh, so we have about a year to two years 
uh, programming and classes that we will be offering. There will be other grants too, and like Rio said, this one might be renewed. That's always what we hope for. We can never count on guarantee, but it seems to be ro rolling that way with people. So oh. congratulations. Thank you. I got 10 out of 10. I got 100%. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. I'll see you guys. Yeah, that wasn't too grueling, the, the, the process for... But because everybody here is already at LCI. Yeah, so the best orientation kind of goes through Metro's training. Um, but most instru instructors here are, are already uh, league certified instructors. So they've already gone through a grueling <laughs> instruction process. So it's kind of just to touch bases on, you know, Metro, what Metro wants to actually focus on. Because it is different than, you know, the league as far as the target audience for your, your students. I, I think Rio said that everybody but one person and there were like 12 people or something mm -hmm. in this training was a LCI. And LCI is a League of American Cyclists, and first you have to go to Smart Cycling, then you go to a three-day seminar. The prerequisite for actually being able to sign up for the League Certification and the League Certified Instructor course is a eight-hour class, just, just to even qualify to take the three-day course. And then from there, it's a grueling three days of on-bike and presentations and on-bike and on-street and presentations. So it's definitely a, a lot of work. But being a teacher is a good way to make a living. It is. Uh, as long as these opportunities are available, um, it's definitely a great way to to actually you know make a living or make some extra money on the side. Um, just because it's three to six hours of teaching people how to ride bicycles safely. You know, you're going to be helping them be more comfortable on a bike. You're going to help them also get healthier. And it's great when you actually see people come back or you see people joining rides and you, re you remember them being in your class. You know, mm -hmm. you remember, oh, I remember teaching you a year ago, two years ago. So it's actually very uh, rewarding as well. All right, well, thanks for talking to us. I'm going to go back and teach kids some stuff. <laughs> Thank you for uh, taking the so time. This is Jesse Harris. So you're now certified to teach Metro Best Classes. You're also an LCI? I am becoming an LCI right now. League Certified Instructor. And what do you do at People for Mobility Justice? I'm the Inspiring Growth Manager. Yes. So I manage the inspiration of growth. <laughs> um, that's an industry joke there. I... I um, actually, I'm in charge of uh, overseeing and administering the, the contract that they have with Metro, this Metro Best program, which is why I'm here getting certified, right, so that I can actually teach and or be the lead instructor on uh, their classes. Um, so we'll be organizing those all around the county. Of course, we're focusing on communities that um, in the past have, have been glossed over and have uh, experience levels of uh, underinvestment. Like I said, I'm super excited to, to get into that. I used to work directly with youth and I miss working with young people a lot and this, this definitely, this opens up an opportunity for me to work with that group of folks again. So they have like the youth classes? Yeah, absolutely. I offer them for free because it's, we have a, the contract through Metro. Yeah, we find the people who want the classes uh, for free. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Metro approves it. And then, of course, I think the the part that is the most um, hands-on is probably the prep. Of course, there's day of teaching the class, the prep, the picking up of the equipment, the coordinating, the making sure that there's a space that you can use all those, all that kind of back-end uh, administrative stuff that has to happen. Mm. Right. you got to find a place to teach it. Right. Yeah. So, like, I'm a middle school teacher and I have a bike club. So, like, I could teach every kid at my... Book me. 
<laughs> well, you can do it. You can do it with me. Yeah, let's do it. I'm yeah. down because, uh, like, of course, you heard about the the thresholds for the classes. So, you know, I'm, if there's more than six students, there, That's right. there we go. Yeah, yeah, we'll need two instructors anyway. So, so like seven is actually the ideal seven, number. Exactly. Right. I'm figuring That's out all, I'm the, all the angles. Exactly. There's definitely some strategy behind it, right? Okay, yeah. 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 With who you teach and and how you teach and yeah, how you structure your classes, which um, I think it's a smart thing that Metro does. Obviously, much cheaper than actually expanding the system, but um, but bikes are a really good option. And the next step for Metro, I hope, I hope, I hope, is making sure that that the bikes can be supported by the infrastructure of their trains. Right. And that means being intentional about putting bike racks on trains, mm -hmm. making them available to people, and not having people on bikes share space with people with strollers, people in wheelchairs, on walkers, or who have a lot of luggage, because that creates conflict because of this uh, this this perceived resource shortage of space mm. right um and so i think that's a really important thing uh if you're listening metro <laughs> that's for you um but i definitely i like that they're that they're really investing in the cultural change that it takes for la to go from a car place a car tropolis to um a, a much smarter city all right and so you're gonna explain that to them uh, oh 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 i bring it up every chance i can get okay yeah, where are they gonna? You know, yeah, it's a thing, and I and I hope that in the instruction and teaching uh, folks about this, especially young people, um, because uh, they're listening for stuff like this. They need to know stuff like this. They're the folks who are going to be advocating for this generations of trains from now. Mm -hmm. um, and um, and I'm going to mention, you know, when we're talking about infrastructure and we're talking about um, bike parking and taking your bike on transit, it can be difficult to get your bike on transit. When might it be difficult? Right. There's only two spaces for a bike on most buses. So that's something to consider when you're planning your route. Is there a place you're looking at that does this? That's a model for, for what you'd like to see Metro do as far as space for bikes? Oh, my goodness. So, um, you know, I kind of hate to say it, but I think the one that comes to mind most easily for me is Portland. Uh -huh. um, they have a max, the max trains and they have the bike rack right up at the front by the door. So you don't have to push through a bunch of people on your way in or out, which mm -hmm. is a shortcoming of, of Metro's current infrastructure on buses. Or I'm sorry, on trains. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's a rack. So the bikes are lifted off the ground which is really great because then you still have storage space underneath and it keeps people safe because the bikes aren't running into them and people falling over with their bikes, which I've definitely seen happen a lot, unfortunately, on metro trains. Um, and again, that causes conflict. And that conflict is often directed at bicyclists. And like in a lot of situations, um, in most situations where there is animosity directed at bicyclists here in L.A., it's because they're, we're a marginalized population and there isn't any space made for us. And so we have to put ourselves in danger by riding on sidewalks by you know struggling to hold our bikes on metro trains and these things that that, that end up putting ourselves and other people uh, at da in danger and and you know there's kind of no way around it sort of if you're a cyclist here why do you hate to say Portland is a good example because I feel like it's the go-to city it's the go-to city for for bike stuff um, and it's also you know they have a pretty they have a pretty rancid history with racism and so I kind of, you know, it kind of makes me cringe to hold them up as a good example of something. Of, <laughs> but they, but they, do, they do a good job with their bike infrastructure. They've done a great job making their city a bikeable place. Um, like, as opposed, like, I think, who does not have a rancid history? History of racism, <laughs> right. No, I know. Totally. I think that for Portland specifically, it gets touted as this, like, great oh. paradise of a place. Uh -huh. yeah. And, um, and uh, the people often end up glossing over, like, all these other things, which could be very 
um, seem very, as very separate from their bike infrastructure and the and the stuff on the trains. But still, I think of it every time I mention. It. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, here we go, Portland again. Stand her up in front of the crowd. She's pretty. <laughs> um, all right. Well, yeah, cool. So I I've been uh, te- I've been trying to take my bike club to elementary schools and talking to kids so maybe maybe you can come do some of that work would love to do that okay. absolutely thanks jesse thanks Nick. it was so you. good to Have see you today day.